Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Record. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. One of the aspects I am so disappointed in Arkansas is they didn't have any holding penalties on Saturday. That mm. might have cut down on a sack or two. Yeah, it might, it might have saved KJ Jefferson a little bit. Pretty ridiculous that Arkansas wasn't called. I mean, like if we're looking at this thing objectively, pretty ridiculous they weren't called for any anything because there were some holes. There was maybe a targeting. There was a pass interference. Uh, you know, there was probably some other things. I know there were some other things the other way as well. But this, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to get on here and say, well, the the refs. Oh, they did not beat <laughs> Arkansas. Arkansas. No. Because no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, Arkansas was losing that game. They were just, they just looked completely outclassed. And, you know, the de- it's like not even like the defense playing that bad because, I mean, really, you can, like, attribute 13 points to the defense overall. If they'd have made the two field goals in 19 points, maybe they'd kick a field goal at the end on that last drive. But the last drive happened because of the onside kick. You had a pick six. Uh, you had a failed, another failed fourth and one at midfield. Uh, there were there were a lot of issues with the – plus the offense just not getting anything going is going to hurt your defense. I mean, nobody's doing jumping jacks over 414 yards, but – I think the defense probably played well enough and is probably good enough right now if you compared it to, you know, if you if you, if you you saddled it up with when any of Arkansas's offenses the last three years. I can't even tell if Dan Enos is a good play caller or not. Well, I mean, I have issues with putting two tight ends out there when the tight ends can't block and they can't catch, you know, now with the has out. But I can't even tell if, if he's a good play caller because the line is blocking so poorly. Tight ends are blocking poorly. Running backs are blocking poorly. You can't do anything if you can't block. I Trey. mean, you can't. And so much, so much of the problems. I mean, guys, when we go back and look at this team in the preseason, what are Arkansas like? What can they be this season? And I mean, I, I said they're not going to win eight games. I said they'd win. I picked them to win eight games. But you'd also you you gave Pittman the benefit of the doubt that he was going to have the line together. You know, we're not able to watch the scrimmages and stuff, and that's where you see a lot of the line stuff. But given the benefit of the doubt, being the, you know, pretty much consensus number one offensive line coach in the country before he came to Arkansas, figure year four, they'd have at least an okay offensive line. But they don't. It's it's a major, major problem. They've got guys who are just not ready out there to block on the edge. I think Bo Lemmer's out of position. Brady Latham isn't playing nearly as well as he has in the past. And it's not that you have to go out and just have this first-round draft pick after first-round draft pick, because we've seen plenty of quality Arkansas offensive lines that weren't that. They had guys that they developed in the system. And, uh, you know, look at Houston Nuts teams. They, they ran the ball pretty well back then. Uh, look at the, the offensive line that uh, Pittman assembled before at Arkansas when he was offensive line coach. I mean, there are four guys that played in the NFL. Uh, only Frank Ragnow was a first-round draft pick. But you can go out and get you can those guys are out there. You can go out and get them and develop an offensive line. And it's year four, and they don't have that. And that is what is really inexplicable about this whole team. And I stick by what I said about I think I think they have quality wide receivers. I think they have 
uh, quality. Well, you know they have quality running backs. Rocket Sanders was a 1,400-yard rusher last year. We know K.J. Jefferson doesn't just all of a sudden stink, like he just can't throw it. He didn't have time to throw it. He's a preseason All-SEC all first-time uh, All-SEC quarterback. I don't think his first team, but uh, he has more touchdowns accounted for than any player in Arkansas history. You know, I mean, and we know the defense is better than what they had last year. So why couldn't they get it figured out in the offensive line? It, just, it feels like it's just ruining everything. Great. What do you think? You were the one that, uh, if I correctly identified your voice, but uh, better play, consistent play from the quarterback position and then uh, change into the O-line, Dom Johnson, Dominic Johnson, maybe the tight end, Kudis the center, Limmer to guard, Latham to tackle. I think that's going to be one question. Uh, I'm not sure you'll get answered in your viewing session today to see what kind of tweaks – Arkansas really plans on making with that offensive line. Yeah, well, I'm out here at the university now, hoping to. I mean, it's at five ten practice while I'm on early. If anybody wonders that, but uh, so yeah, and you know, I wrote about that um, before the press conference today and asked Sam Pittman about that exact question. Obviously, you did identify me correctly, but that's also not like a positive development. At the same time, like you don't teams that like. Well, we're moving our tackle to center, and we're moving our center to guard, and we're, you know, we're moving our guard to tackle. Like those, <laughs> those aren't the kind of moves that are like, oh yeah, this is this is the answer. This is going to fix it. Now it may help. It may help compared to what they have. I thought that they should have put look Brady Latham at tackle more, uh, you know, going back to the spring. And I, I just I think Bo is a really good guard, but he's just not that good a center. It's just, he, he's snapping the ball over the place. Um, you know, and Latham's not playing nearly as well as he did, but, you know, I think he might be. And Latham's not a tackle. He's not like a next-level tackle or anything like that. He's not even built like a tackle, but that just kind of tells you where they are right now because the young guys, I think they, they have potential. They're just, not, they're just not clearly not ready for what they're going to see in the SEC. And it's, it's kind of unlike anything I've seen outside of 18-19 at Arkansas. It just – to not have the guys, and you just never would have expected it from Sam Pittman. So I'm anxious to see what they do out there. Obviously, with the tight ends, they have guys out there playing tight end who cannot block. And they're out there because they can block and they can't catch. You know, I don't want to call anybody out specifically, but it was rough. I mean, rough. And Dominic Johnson is probably their best uh, pass pro running back. And so it does make some sense to get him out there. And I say work him at running back and tight end, work him at both spots. But it makes sense to get him out there to hopefully shore up the blocking a little bit. But the two tight end sets is just what blows my mind. Like, it's it's not a good position group. And why are we putting two tight ends out there? Ridiculous. And people may say, well, they, you know, the other option, you know, there's another option out there and it's not good either. But uh, I, I just – I don't get that. I don't get those decisions. I think, you know, part of it too with, with Enos – um, it probably wasn't the best time to go from a up-tempo spread to a pro style. And I think maybe he, there's some issues with him knowing what he has on, you know, from a personnel standpoint also. But it's hard for me to just exactly say that because nobody's going to look good. No play's going to look good if it's not blocked. And that's what Arkansas's major problem is right now. They cannot block, Period. And exclamation point. Let's talk to uh, Woo Pig. Woo Pig, you got a question or comment for Trey? 
Well, I've got some observations, and I'd like to say that uh, I felt pretty good after the uh, LSU game. I thought, now maybe okay anyway. But uh, I thought we had a chance to uh, work our way back into the situation. Now, everybody else is going to uh, bash Arkansas, so let me just move forward to the Bears. 31-28. All right. Hang on. We'll have that discussion later on. So uh, this is Trey's time, not the Bears' time. Um, Let's see. Trey, let's see. From um, our Asher Record Service Company, Life in Feedback, Scott, says Sam made a, a big miscalculation bringing in Enos without having an elite offensive line. Enos wants a pro-style scheme with deep drops pushing the ball downfield. We don't have the line for that. And KJ isn't great at reading defenses on the fly. Browse's offense was much easier reads for KJ. Enos will not survive this season. It's not a bad point. You know, the offensive line that I mentioned a moment ago, you know, Mitch Smothers at center, you know, he didn't even make the NFL, but he was, you take him right now, you take him on oh, just about yeah. any offensive sure. line you have. Good He's player. a good player. Yeah. Um, Frank Ragnow was on that team. Sebastian yeah. Tertoli won the Jacobs Award. Denver Kirkland, Dan Skipper, every single one of those guys, except for Mitch, uh, played in the NFL, not just not just on the practice squad or something like that. They, they played in the NFL. And that's the offensive line that Eno's had at Arkansas. That's not a bad point at all. And, you know, there, I've heard some talk like, you know, maybe you go to more of a quick game. That's never really been KJ's strength. You know, he's he's been a, a long ball type of guy and an RPO guy. And they just not blocking long enough for him to throw anything anything deep. It's, it's a tough situation. All right, Trey, hang tight. we got to step aside for a moment. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. That's Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. Being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. All right, Trey, now that we have kind of uh, a little bit of walk and talk, because I just kind of jumped right into it, your thoughts? Your impressions on the game against Texas A&M? Again? <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you've covered all the bases, that's it. Well, you just said they couldn't block anybody. I, I said just and, about uh, everything I wanted to okay. say. Okay. Okay. Defense was decent, but, you know, yeah, Trey pretty well covered the game. Okay. All right. No more. No more. Uh, we won't have to worry about anything else then. <laughs> we'll just move right on. How about that? All right, we've got some other feedback for you. Let's see. Um, Steve wants to know from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback, is it against the rules to pass on first down? It may. It looks like maybe it is. Sorry, I'm walking through a tunnel over here by Barnhill. I'm almost out of it. Uh, but, yeah, it felt like it. I mean, there was a stretch of it felt like, what, nine drives where they didn't throw? on first down. And I think some of it may have been KJ getting pressured. But yeah, I mean they're they're actually better run blocking than they are pass blocking, so maybe that's what they were seeing. But you know, from the end of the first quarter, 
to that long pass that KJ had, the 48-yard touchdown to Armstrong. Uh, he was like two of six for zero yards. Yeah, from the end of the right. first quarter. Yeah, that's exactly right. That ain't good. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, Dimitri says, "I know it's hard to admit, but coach is having a hard time coaching these boys up. It's time to start looking for another ball coach." Um, I could say so much more. What? But what? The use same old Razorbacks. Freddie says. Three and nine, most likely four and eight, the best with some luck. Uh, Charlotte says, "What's up with Texas A&M trying to score in the last play of the game with oh twelve point lead? I'd rather have seen yeah. Coach Sam totally punch classless. Jimbo after the game rather than a big hug." Totally classless. Totally classless. I, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what they were going for on that, but yeah, you, on, in that situation, there's four seconds Just left. Just take a knee. You don't have to Just punt it. Knee. You don't have to do it. You, you take a slow knee. You, you take it where you get in the knee position yeah. and you start, you know, kind of hopping back. And at the same time, when you do that, the other team understands, okay, you know, this is, this is ball game. You yeah. Know, we accept defeat, move on. Right. Try to hey, punch it in hey, on somebody. Yeah. A&M won the game. Uh, that, that's, this is not an indictment on their program or not being an Aggie or anything like that. If Arkansas had done that to A&M, it would be classless. That was totally classless. I agree. Uh, this from Go. It still, it, still felt, it still felt like it was about 40-something to 22, though. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, Go uh, Glove Benson says basketball starts in 35 days. Actually, basketball starts Wednesday yeah. night. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. One of the reasons yeah. that October is the greatest month of the year. Well, you got baseball, too. One of, that's, one that's of the many reason reasons. Why. Major League Baseball. You got, but you got baseball. Yeah. Well, you got baseball. Football. You got conference football. Usually that's, right. usually that's right. fun. It's a little scary yeah. right now. You got the leaves changing. You got soups, chilies, root vegetables, squash, pumpkins. <laughs> daylight savings time still. Wow, listen to Great that. Great weather. Wow. Leaves start to change. Good Trey Bitty birthday month. Let's get yeah, Paula Dean on the show. Actually, tomorrow's high is still <laughs> in the 80s, and then Wednesday it's in the mid-70s here. So, yeah, it is going to cool. But just just think about what we, the guy just said. Basketball starts in 35 days. People wait all year for football. It gets here, and after yeah. you know, a two and three start, they're ready to jump into something else. Good grief! <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it, it was a little. It was hard to watch <laughs> on mm. Saturday. I felt and, sorry, uh, Trey, I mean, for the thousands yeah. who oh, traveled from too. different parts of Arkansas, spent a lot of money. Yeah, they have to sit through that, watch that, and then look at their bank account afterwards and say, Ooh. "Yeah." Was yeah, that right. worth it? I, you tell, I, tell me what you think. I, I thought that's the largest contingent of Arkansas fans that have been at that game in yeah. several years. Do you? What do you think? Yeah. I, I felt like the ratio was a little more balanced. I felt like maybe the last few years it's been a slightly more Texas A&M. I felt like it was either balanced or in Arkansas's favor. Yeah. But I, I am tired of going to that. I, I talked myself into going this year and just so far randy you know i didn't that press box is so big randy i didn't even know you were there until i saw you like <laughs> second half at the you know stand, look to my left and there you are at the urinal i didn't know i did you were even there but that press box is <laughs> massive well i i had my, i had my binoculars i was looking down at the vip section where yeah. you were sitting with the other riders they put us down at oh, the is that right yeah down at the other end get it you know hide the the television radio guys away but yeah i took my binoculars i focused on you i was just oh seeing how gosh. red 
the top of your head was getting during the game. It was, you know, it was kind of interesting. Quite red. All right, all right. This is among other things. This is from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Uh, this from J.K. in Fairfield Bay. Trey is Sam over his head as Hogs coach with the fan base of Arkansas. Over his head. What's the expectation? That winning games is is unrealistic. Um, and and Pittman has done better than that. He has a nine-win season. You know they were. Obviously, close games are not something you should hang your hat on, losing close games. But, uh, man, it just feels like they they messed up with the offensive line this year. I, I really feel like that's the problem with this team. I'm not mm -hmm. saying the defense is all world, but I think it's confident enough if you'd had – I mean, last year's offense put up 471 yards a game. You'd take that. You would take that, absolutely. They had their issues. They had short yardage issues just like this team. Maybe not as bad as this team, but they had short yardage issues. But if you take last year's offense and this year's defense, that's enough to satisfy most Arkansas. Maybe not satisfy. I mean, that's not the right word, but it's enough to we'll say, okay, you know, still proud of this team, proud of what they've done here, considering what they took over and all that stuff. The question is, can Pittman take you to the next level? And, you know, we can talk about what is acceptable in Arkansas relative to its past, is that you should be thrilled with eight wins. I mean, looking at the history of the program, yeah, you probably should be like, okay, that's, that's, that's pretty good. But that's not what we feel. That's not what we're willing to accept. We want to see better. We want to see push farther. I mean, if Oklahoma can do it and built their program up and, you know, way back when and got to where they are, why can't Arkansas do that? You know, why can't, if, you know, if, if Kentucky can win with the talent they have, why can't Arkansas? And that's what we get. We're always going to want to take the next level, take the next step. And when you start taking steps backwards, that's, that's, when, that's when people get frustrated and concerned and you hear all the, it's time to fire Pittman, it's time, time to go find a new coach and stuff. Uh, I'm not on that train for the record right now, um, but I can see it. All right, Trey. I'm anxious to read about your post-practice report today. That should be very interesting, hopefully. That is Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue.